At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. My producer, Stephanie, laughing in my ear right now because uh, many of you might not know this. I, I wear Invisalign, and it's like popping out dentures before the show, and I forgot to do it until as that ad was running for us to get this show started. So I'm Stormy Bonantoni. This is a little fun fact about me as we get started. What a fun weekend it was in the NFL and in college football. Starting yesterday, I mean, Getting bets in at 6.30 a.m. for the game in London, Jets and Falcons. Um, uh, just a jam-packed day. It was upset central in college football. And any of you that had the Vikings in Survivor yesterday, oh, I am feeling for you. 1,343 people were sweating like crazy as that one came down to it. We got a jam-packed show today and a lot of fun to get to with some help, as always, from my guys in the desert. Jimmy and Vinny over at the South Point will join us from that VSIN studio in just a little bit. Former NFL executive Michael Lombardi and host of the Lombardi line will come break down all things Sunday as well as give us a little preview look ahead to the Monday night football matchup today. Same with DraftKings analyst Steve Buchanan. Get some props for the big game that's going on tonight. Uh, Ravens and Colts on Monday night football. Plus, I mean, the MLB is in full force postseason action, as you know. Lots to get into, so as we do always on this show to get things started, our top five stories that you need to know. One, I mean, Josh Allen and the Bills, come on. They dominated Kansas City last night on Sunday Night Football. 38-20, to Bills closed as three-point underdogs on the road at Arrowhead end up winning outright by 18. And if you're like me and had the over 56-and-a-half, you were a little bit worried there in the third quarter as things started off a little slow offensively. But the over hits... And all is right with the world. Josh Allen, 315 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, plus 59 yards on the ground, and another touchdown. He outshined Patrick Mahomes, guys. He only had two touchdowns, two picks. Mahomes has six picks on the year through five games. That's how many he had all of last season. Super Bowl odds here are also updated. Bucks are still the favorites to repeat, but Bills right there, plus 550. Chiefs moves down, plus 750. And in the AFC, Bills shortest odds to win it at plus 250. Chiefs, plus 350. And as for the MVP race, we're going to get into that a little bit later on the show, but let's just say the boards, they are a-changing. Chiefs are going to look to rebound at the Washington football team this week. Six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Bills, meanwhile, at Tennessee, minus five-and-a-half this coming Monday night. Speaking of... Monday Night Football, we told you we got a fun one today. Colts 
taking on the Ravens in primetime. Ravens a touchdown favorite. Eh, plus minus seven and a half, depending on where you have it at. Looking to improve on that three-game win streak. Total tonight, 46 and a half. Lamar Jackson, as we know last week, missed a couple practices with a back flare-up, but hasn't seemed to bother him at all this weekend. The Ravens do have a player ruled out, though, on their injury report. Left tackle Ronnie Stanley missing another week after that week one setback. No timetable still for his return. And the likes of safeties, Deshaun Elliott, Geno Stone, as well as offensive tackle Alejandro Villanueva, all questionable, limited participation this week. I think the belief that I've been seeing on social media is that they will play, but TBD, don't hold me to it. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz still dealing with uh, some ankle issues. Ankle issues? I don't know the proper way to say that. Something like that. Um, but he was great. Full go at practice this week, it appears. Uh, had his best day of the season so far against a struggling Dolphins team last week. Ravens front seven, pressuring the quarterback a league high 47%. So get ready, Carson Wentz. Uh, that injured Colts offensive line with Braden Smith out. We'll have its hands full with Calais Campbell and company. Three players on the defensive side also unable to suit up. Quiddy Pay, Kari Harris, and Rockson. Ben Simmons, all of a sudden, okay with being a sixer now. Can somebody, you know what, maybe this is something we need to ask Michael Lombardi about. He's a big 76ers fan. I can't take the drama. You don't want to be here. You said you didn't want to be here. Now all of a sudden you're cool with it. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that one for Michael. He's all in. Number four on our list today, moving ahead to the MLB action. Brewers and Braves game three just wrapped up about 15, 20 minutes ago with Atlanta now taking a 2-1 series lead and the 3-0 shutout win. All three runs scored in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jock Peterson, who was the first midseason move for the Braves to bolster their outfield after Ronald Acuna Jr. went down with a season-ending injury. He has continued to impress impacting this team in the postseason. Peterson, okay, pinch hitting for Ian Anderson, two runners on base, launches a three-run shot, the eventual game winner, and get this, he's using Anthony Rizzo's bat? What? Yeah, his name was on the bat, and we, we look at him, we're like, hey, is this, is this true? After the game confirmed it. Really interesting, unreal, amazing. I just love that. I love stuff like that. Updated series price for you. Brewers plus 245, Braves minus 300. Two more MLB games tonight as we move to number five, starting in the ALDS. Rays, Red Sox. Sox won a long one last night. 13 innings. Walked it off thanks to a Christian Vasquez two-run shot to win it 6-4. They can advance tonight with a win. Rays minus 110. Red Sox, even money with Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound. If you think the Rays will come back to win the series, which I know a lot of people had them coming out, plus 235. To rebound. The Giants and Dodger, Dodgers have a big game three tonight. Series currently tied at one. Giants defeated the Dodgers 4-0 game one. Thanks to a 10 strikeout performance from Logan Webb. Boy, was that fun from the 24-year-old. Dodgers bounced back in game two with a 9-2 win on Saturday after being held silent in game one. LA's offense, 11 hits, seven runs between the sixth and eighth innings. Incredible. On the hill tonight, Alex Wood will get the start for the Giants, plus 182 on the money line, while the Dodgers give the ball to Max Scherzer, minus 205 favorites. Oh, yeah, we know Max can be a little bit scary when he's on. Time for our injury update from the weekend in my, my favorite titled segment. I'm not a doctor, because I'm not. But there are a lot of injuries going on in the NFL. I feel bad every time we get to Monday and we, we have to go down this road. Um, but fortunately, the, the one that we're starting with at least isn't as bad as people might have thought when they heard that Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow had a throat contusion. You're like, what does that even mean? I don't think I've heard of that before. But uh, the team says that he's out of the hospital. He did not stay overnight for evaluations last night, so they think he should be fine. He was just having some difficulty speaking following the loss to Green Bay. Um, back at the facility today, everybody said he was ready to roll. He finished the game. 26 of 38 passing, 281 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked three times. Packers were credited with eight quarterback hits. And you think about what happened to this poor guy last year and the way his season ended. He was just getting wrecked time and time again. You worry that could be the case again again this year. You can't have this poor kid running for his life. Second year 
quarterback will face the Lions next week in Detroit. And that's a whole nother thing. I just keep on coming up with more things to ask Michael Lombardi about because his host, Patrick Maher, big Detroit fan. I wonder how he's feeling right now. Tough start to the year. Moving on to the New York Giants and talk about a tough situation. Uh, star running back Saquon Barkley, who, of course, is coming back from a very difficult injury of his own. At it again, it appears. Uh, I don't know if you saw the injury on the field, but they they showed a close-up of his ankle after it got rolled the way that it did. It looked like a, a basketball type of an injury when you step on the foot. and ugh. Um, But it had just like a dinosaur egg on there. Uh, not ideal, obviously, for him. Of course, quarterback Daniel Jones took a tough hit trying to get that rushing touchdown late in the game. Uh, he is with a concussion. Kenny Galladay, knee injury. Not good, it looks like, for your New York football giants as of right now. Uh, Rams headed to New York this coming week. Total 47.5 in that one. 10.5 point spread. Last night, if you were watching the Sunday night football game, a lot of good, but something not so great as we see Clyde Edwards-Alaire knee injury in the third quarter. He was carried off the field by his teammates. Was able to walk back to the X-way room, though, by himself and his own power. Um, it, you know, a, t- a tough situation there. Of course, also, you know, you just hate to see that happen to guys that are having such good season. Uh, That game, once again, can't believe Bills, just the way that they dominated that one, 18-point win. Looking ahead to the Steelers as well, looks like they're going to be without one of their most valuable assets. In the wide receiver game, Juju Smith-Schuster dislocated his shoulder Sunday. He has surgery this week, expected to sideline him for four months, according to Adam Schefter. Seahawks at the Steelers this coming week. And speaking of the Seahawks, they have some injury issues as well. As you know, Russell wasn't. So I feel bad saying this um, because you never want to see anybody get hurt. And that's, you know, I'm not a doctor. That's what this whole segment is. It's not fun, but it's something that you have to deal with. But I just, I kind of wish that if Russell Wilson was going to get injured, it had been last week against the 49ers, you know, give, give, give the Niners a little bit of help. But he's targeting a week 10 return now, it appears, following surgery on his finger. And it's interesting because you go into that surgery on Friday. Multiple doctors thought that he would be out at least six weeks. But by the time that surgery was finished, and this is on his middle finger, by the way, so you're not going to see any Eli Manning double, double burning from Russell Wilson anytime soon. But he comes out of surgery and doctors are like, actually, you know what? He could probably be back and forth probably be back for a for week 10 of the Packers uh division odds now to win the NFC West Rams still leading the way at plus 110 Seahawks down there all the way at the bottom 18 to 1 I don't think anybody saw that that coming um but it's understandable given the injury Russell Wilson is such an integral part of what that team is trying to do and the NFC West one of the toughest divisions in football I mean which is hard to say now considering the, the way that things have kind of transpired recently The Cardinals are blowing my mind and frustrating me like no other. We'll get into that, though, later in the show. And I just want to remind everybody, get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Bellator. (laughs) I'm fired. I'm fired. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Terms and conditions apply. Other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. More on the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals soon. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Tony on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert, everybody. This segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own turf. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide. You can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and up. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back in to My Guys in the Desert, Stormy Bon and Tony, live from Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook. And, you know, we talked about what a hectic, Day it was in the NFL yesterday on Sunday. But boy, it was pretty crazy on college football Saturday as well. Upset Central. Here are my favorite wild moments from the weekend, starting with, you already know, the number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide getting taken down. And you remember earlier in the week when Jimbo said, I'm going to beat Saban's A asterisk asterisk? Well, and Saban said, in golf? No, not in golf, Nick, on the football field. Joke's on you, bud. Alabama as 18.5-point favorites, upset by ranked Texas A&M, plus 700 on the money line. You guys got in on A&M. Ends a streak of 100 straight wins over unranked teams and the first loss ever for Saban to a former assistant. That's 24 former assistants that have faced him as head coaches have not gotten a win. Number two in our wildest college football moments of the weekend, Oklahoma's Spencer Rattler benched in the Red River showdown. True freshman Caleb Williams comes in, finishes the job, and hands over a massive comeback win against Texas. That how Can we all talk, too, about that Marvin Mims foot inbounds? Whew. Unreal. 52-yard touchdown. Game tied for that one. 41 in the fourth quarter. Go on to win in incredible fashion against Texas. I mean, if you're a Texas fan, you're just... You just can't believe it. So stressful. Speaking of you can't believe it, UMass or UConn, one of these teams had to win a game. And it was UMass, baby. Fans stormed the field against the Huskies. The Minutemen get their first win in two years. Last time was September of 2019 against Akron. 16-game streak comes to an end. Meanwhile, you know, it makes you feel for 
the Arizona Wildcats, who now just extended their losing streak to 17. Honorary mention, though, on the weekend. Gotta give a little love to, to the Arkansas Ole Miss game, whether you love it or hate it. It was crazy. Sam Pittman saying, hey, we could tie this one and go to overtime, or we could win it right now. They didn't win it, but they tried. They tried. Ole Miss gets it, and uh, your guy got his popcorn. You know what I'm talking about. Also, Iowa Penn State. Iowa might have been the higher-ranked team, but let's rush the field. You do you, baby. Time now to bring in my guys over at the South Point. Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maiulo. It was a wild college football Saturday, so maybe we should start there. How was the Saturday for you fellas? Well, first of all, Stormy, it's good to see you again, young lady. And uh, we got our ass kicked the whole weekend for <laughs> openers. And you, can, you can say uh, Thursday we lost, Friday we lost, Saturday we pushed. The only reason we pushed on Saturday is because we won $100,000 against Alabama. It was the only thing that made us even for the day. Yesterday, uh, we're still paying tickets out, and uh, tonight we're going to lose no matter what. But you know what, kid? Let me tell you something. You can see, can you see over there? Ooh. We still got plenty Where of money left here in the South Point. Dollar, dollar <laughs> bill, y'all. You got to make it rain out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what, Stormy? Uh, and again, Vincenzo, I'm sure, will uh, uh, jump in on us, too. There's usually two horrific weekends from our side. Not meaning you have to feel sorry for us because we don't feel sorry for you. But I'm telling you, there's usually two weekends yeah. out of the year where it's just like, what, and you can say, Jimmy, who did you need? Who didn't? Did, every, every, let's put it this way. It was about two and ten on the decisions that we needed. So, you know, that's the way the racket yeah. goes sometimes. You know, and it wasn't like there was huge money on one side. It was just a lot of money on a lot of sides. Like I said, we've been down pretty good, but uh, that's what this racket's all about. So it's not like you win all the time, but we still get the money at the end of the day. Good decisions, as Jimmy mentioned, Stormy, and uh, good to be with you. Yeah, you know, by the way, in, in that uh, in that Ole Miss game, uh, I, I'm sure that they're going to get a new uh, home clock operator. To uh, you know, Let's remember this. Uh, that score by uh, Arkansas with one second left on the clock uh, after uh, – uh, an incomplete pass on the previous down, and uh, the clock didn't run out. But anyway, that that was the kind of day it was. Mm -hmm. The betters uh, had a, had a terrific weekend. Uh, the game that Jimmy mentioned it uh, Saturday, it all came down to the Alabama game to get us out, uh, get us uh, uh, back to even or a little better. But uh, this yesterday, uh, Packers falling three was not well, not a good result for the house. Obviously, Tampa Bay got a lot of money right right up in uh, the kickoff yesterday morning. And then uh, Bills got a lot of public support last night, Jimmy. So everything goes to the Bills uh, to the Sunday night game. Yeah, the other one was really, really bad. Again, you know, don't feel sorry for us. But like, uh, Cowboys are better than I think we all expected. Yeah. I mean, we know that they played a team that can't score, but but beside that, I think they're going to be reckoned with the entire year. Put it this way: uh, when they were America's team, we used to shade them at least a point every game because the marquee side of it was everybody wanted a piece of them. Then it went sour for about three yeah. or four years. Now it's back. It just it shows and shows and shows every week that they want their Cowboys. And, you know, if you keep collecting, how can you stop betting them? Yeah, no question. I mean, Dak Prescott, too, just to start the year, we didn't know what to expect from him. And now he's been incredible, and their defense is so much more improved. So you understand why people are, are in on the Cowboys. I had one more question for you, though, about college football before we totally turn our attention into NFL. Um, with that Alabama loss, we obviously saw it impact the polls, Vinny, the moving down to number five, Georgia in the top spot. But how did the weekend results impact your, your power ratings? Well, last week, I would at this time, I would have had uh, a Alabama probably about a one-and-a-half to two-point favorite over Georgia. Uh, right now, I'd probably flip that. Say George is probably about a two-point favorite. But let's remember this. Polls don't determine prices, as Jimmy can attest to. It, you may see Alabama, uh, with all due respect to those folks, uh, number five. But I can tell you right now, Alabama would be favored over everybody else except Georgia yeah. uh, at, after this weekend. Jim. Yeah, you're looking. Vincent's in the number, like a lot of the people that we respect in this racket. So, you know, you're looking at two and a half, three-point yeah. favorite. I think the money would show on Georgia for this reason. Georgia don't let anybody score. It's Great just defense. incredible what you're watching from this defensive team. So uh, let's give them more. Let's give them credit. Uh, I'd love to see them play. Oh, what a big handle that would be. Oh, my gosh. If that was that SEC championship, like everybody expects it to be, it will certainly be a fun one. Um, in the NFL, though, just you said it already, Jimmy. We're losing no matter what tonight. Can you explain that a little bit more for us? 
Yeah, you know what? You, here's how the racket is, kids out there. So once again, so when you start booking on with the Thursday and you wind up going through the entire weekend, uh, Monday's always like usually a lose day no matter what happens because everything that's live going into Monday night is on both sides most of the time. A lot of the times the favorites draw a little bit more attention, but when we come down to the Monday night game, it's just like, boy, if we could just break even tonight, we'd be happy. But usually uh, you lose probably between – Probably forty and seventy thousand, no matter who wins the game. But uh, that's the racket, kid. You know, tonight's game opened seven, storming. We went to seven and a half here at the South Point uh, earlier today. So, uh, it, to Jimmy's point, yeah, it's uh, it's not the, the best situation to be because every teaser is going uh, to the home team as well. So it started on Thursday and just kind of ratcheted up all through the weekend. And again, go, coming into tonight, so probably the thing that uh, uh, we'll we'll need is, uh, as well is the under. In this game, because yeah. a lot of parlays, and now you're starting to see the uh, total tick back up, open 47 down to 46, and now creeping up again because folks, as we know, love to give, give me the give me so and so and over, whether it's the Colts and over or or the Ravens and over. And they, well, yesterday it was three nothing uh, about two minutes ago in the first half of the game with the the Chief game, and ended up yeah. on 57 or 58. Yeah. But these NFL guys go up and down the field, and you saw two young quarterbacks yesterday who really can push. The kid from Buffalo. I mean, move over, Mahomes. This kid's coming. Yeah, I'm a big Josh Allen fan, and he's my fantasy quarterback, too, so I was not mad at the performance whatsoever. One more for you guys. Obviously, the, the big fight over the weekend, we had Fury versus Wilder. How much action did that one get? It, it wasn't bad. Uh, we lose a few dollars on the fight. I think we lose 10000 But uh, uh, the biggest bet we took was 37000 on on the favorite. And actually, it looks like he could have lost during the course of the fight also. So uh, a, a small loser for us. But, you know, some good attractive. It was attractive. People came in and uh, they, they bet the fight. So they were hanging around see what happens. Stormy, it's always better, too, when the fights are here. So when you, when you think about it. In fact, I was talking to Chris Andrews, our director. Uh, earlier today about the uh, comparison because we also had a UFC card and that was here in town as well and UFC as we all know has grown in popularity and with the events here they generate a lot of handle but the uh, the heavyweight bout uh, that was took place between Fury and Wilder about five or six times the handle uh, over the entire UFC card which says something about the power of the heavyweight division and the folks that uh, do want to attend the fights especially when you're here in Las Vegas so good action on the fight on Saturday night. What a fun weekend it was. Thanks so much, fellas. Appreciate the time. Always good to be with you. We'll see you next week. That was Jimmy and Vinny over at the South Point. Always so fun with those two. Make sure you stick with us, though, on My Guys in the Desert, because coming up, Be Better, Did They or Didn't They edition. Plus, we've got one of our favorites, Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive, host of the Lombardi Line. He joins us to break down all things NFL and another preview of tonight in Monday Night Football. More My Guys on the other side. Keep it right here. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are up and running. And check out the new LA city cast with our girl Danielle Alvari. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert Stormy Bon and Tony, live from Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Time for our little segment we call Be Better, Did They or Didn't They? And apparently, the motivational speeches that I've been giving on Thursday are just not helping anybody out because uh, it was a resounding 0-3 for the Be Better category this week, starting with Urban Meyer, who's just another no. Jags lose by 18 points at home to the Limping Titans. No, Nowhere near that 4.5. And, and, and when it comes to the locker room, Urban Meyer has about as much credibility to me right now as Oscar Meyer. His baloney has a first name, and it's we won't win a game. Fourth and inches, claims Trevor Lawrence isn't comfortable with the quarterback's knee. Gives the ball back to the backup running back. Give me a break. 0-5 to start the season. Not looking up. Jags now 20 straight losses dating back to week two of last year. I know they're not all on Urban. He's 5R. Chiefs defense, still a no. This group is allowing 7.1 yards per play. That's not just the worst in the league right now. It's the worst average in NFL history. A situation, by the way, that's eerily similar to the 2015 Saints, which should be a cautionary tale. 
because that was a season where Drew Brees threw an NFL high 4,870 yards, but just a 7-9 season. And if the Hall of Famer couldn't do it all himself, neither can Patrick Mahomes because as we saw last night, even the greats can have an off night, can have an off season, all right? Can't all be on Patrick. Last one, San Francisco 49ers quarterback, whoever it may be. In this case, it did end up being the rookie Trey Lance. And I quit. I, I simply quit. It was a winnable game for the Niners. They just got in their way far too often. Lance, no touchdowns, passing or rushing, an interception, 58.4 passer rating, sacked twice, unable to convert a fourth and goal inside the five, botched a number of fourth downs, one of five in the afternoon, just missed throws left and right. Give it to him, though. He did have 89 yards on the ground as the team's leading rusher. But as somebody who's not only a San Francisco fan, but a plus five and a half backer, somebody who bet them to win the NFC West before the season started. Two and three start and letting the Cardinals improve to five and oh, not feeling it, not feeling it. Time to be joined now by our guy, Michael Lombardi. Mondays with Michael, my favorite time of the day. How are you today, buddy? I am great, Stormy. How are you today? Huh? Did you, I mean, you're, you're a Niner fan. How'd you, Trey Lance, you, you know, you were, did you enjoy that yesterday? Uh, I appreciate the sarcasm. No, I did not enjoy that at all. But it's funny, you funny you bring up my team being terrible because I, was wondering how your guy Patrick's feeling today. The Lions, man, they've got it's a tough go. Their their head coach is crying. Is he okay? Well, you know, I mean, look, they uh, they had an opportunity. Uh, he actually did. He kicked the ball in bounds this time, but you know, they give up two twenty-one yard gains and then they lose on the last play. I mean, they're fortunate to be in that game. It's sixteen to six. If you're on, if you took the Lions, if you took the the Vikings and laid the nine and a half. You stop them on fourth and 10. You get the ball at the Lions 30 with three minutes to go in the game, right? You got to think, I'm covering this. There's no way I'm going to get a first down. Maybe I get another touchdown, make it 23 to three, game over. And instead, you're actually having to come in a two-minute drill. I mean, it was truly a clinic on how to ruin a lead and almost cost all those 1,200 people who put the, the Vikings on their survivor ticket. Uh, a chance to stay on and survivor. Michael, 1,343. I just looked at the number a little bit ago. That's how many people were in on the Vikings. I, meanwhile... I mean, it, could, it could have been a colossal day because the, the, the other team that was the most heavily bet, I think there was 433 on the, text, on the uh, Patriots, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Oh, gosh. it could. I, I have the Ravens tonight, so I'm going to be sweating it on Monday night. Um, but yeah, just a, a crazy week for what could have potentially been a, a big bust of people out The team I really wanted to ask you about, though, was the Chiefs. I just talked about their defense and how rough it's been. How significant are the Chiefs' issues right now? Because it doesn't seem like it's just defensively. There's a turnover problem in Kansas City as well. No, I mean, look, Mahomes threw six interceptions all of last year. He's already got sick this year. Now, nobody wants to say that he's playing bad, but he's not playing anywhere near where he did. He's averaging his average yards per attempt from the 2019 season was at 8.3. He's down, you know, he's down to 7.6 this year. I mean, teams are playing them differently. We see it all the time. I mean, they're playing them. They're forcing the ball to stay in front. They're not trying. They're not allowing him to throw the ball up the field. They're taking Tyreek Hill out of the game, and they're forcing him to be patient. And that's something that the that the Chiefs don't really want to be. They turn the ball over, whether it's Hilaire, who's now injured, mm-hmm. or whether it's Mahomes doing dumb things. I mean, the Charger game, it, it's a tie game. And he literally loses the game for him when he overthrows the receiver on third and 10, you know, and the Chargers have a chance to come back and score the touchdown and win the game. Uh, just speaking to the, the Chiefs really fast, too, it's not, like you said, it's not just Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was on. 11 turnovers for the team this season, which is tied for the Jags for the most in the NFL. Through through five games last season, the Chiefs only had three as a team. Um, and the on the other side of that, I, I was curious your thoughts on the Bills because – Everybody was kind of giving them a little bit of grief that their big wins had been against, oh, it's against Miami, oh, it's against Houston, a Washington football team. But now against the Chiefs, how significant is this for them, and how good could they be down the line? Well, I mean, look, they played really good defensively, and anytime you hold the Chiefs to, to 20 points, you're playing good defensively. So, you know, and it's the first real quarterback. I mean, you can make fun of the teams they've played. They haven't really played a legitimate quarterback until last night, mm-hmm. and they played them really well. And I think you got to give them all the credit in the world. I thought that their approach was really good. They ran the football. They used Jeff, they used Josh Allen's feet. They were able to make big plays. His ability to move and the Chiefs, you know, can't stop anybody. I mean, 
Bob Sutton got fired in two, after the 2018 season when they lost to the uh, New England Patriots in the conference championship game. He got fired, and this game, and this defense is, is significantly worse than that defense. Significantly worse. And they just can't stop anything. They can't stop the run. They give up 5.2 yards per attempt. They give up 9.6 in the passing game. I mean, there's nothing they can hang their hat on. And just if Chris Jones comes back, doesn't mean it's all going to get better. Well, another team that you mentioned, you talked about that Chargers and, and Browns game. Final in it, 47-42, Chargers win. But the Browns had the ball, felt like all game. How did things just fall apart for them? And, and what do you think the future holds for the Cleveland Browns? Well, I think this, you know, they had the ball 36 minutes and they had 493 yards. The problem for 500 yards, the problem was that the Chargers only had the ball 23 minutes and got almost 500 yards themselves. I think they lost this game, Stormy. They get the ball back with, I think, 204 to go in the game. And they've got the lead. And they, they run it down to the two-minute warning. They come back and then they, they throw an incomplete pass. They, they do the Chargers a solid. And then on third down, they run it. The Chargers call it. The Chargers don't even call the timeout. They just get the ball back with two timeouts left and take it down the field and score the touchdown. So, you know, I think they had this game in control. They couldn't stop the big play. I mean, when, you, when you're only playing 23 minutes of defense and you give up almost 500 yards, you're giving up big plays. It's not because they're methodically working the ball down the field. So that's something that the Browns are going to have to fix. They went into Minnesota. They played good against Minnesota. You know, they've been able to dom show better performance on defense than they have in the past. But that game really was a, was a was a step backwards. Miles Garrett really didn't dominate the game like typically he needs to do, and I think this week will be a true challenge against the the, the Chargers, who can look Herbert sensational. He can throw the ball on anybody, and the Chargers defense, which gave up a ton of yards, especially over 200 yards on the ground, they hung in there and they made the plays when they needed to at the end. Yeah, Chargers week after week looking more and more legit and. To take a step forward for us here tonight, Monday Night Football coming up. Colts headed to the Ravens. Ravens seven, seven and a half point favorites. What's the outlook for this game? Well, I think a lot of it is going to come down to what does Carson Wentz do? Well, Don Martindale is going to heat him up, right? We know Don Martindale is going to blitz him. And he went into Tennessee, you know, in a must-win game for against Tennessee. And Tennessee was able to beat him and, and, and cover that spread. I think the spread was five and a half. And he covered it four and a half, and, and they cover, and they, the the Titans were able to cover it because he makes mistakes. I think red zone mistakes and under pressure mistakes have really been the downfall of the Colts team this year. We can see they went into Miami, they played better, but everybody's playing well against Miami right now. So I don't know how much we take into that. So I think it's going to come down to how Wentz plays tonight. And if you're on the Ravens side, what they've done offensively is improving. They're throwing the ball down the field. The only game that, you know, you could point to, you say, well, they didn't play well against the, the Lions and almost lost. Well, Hollywood Brown had a lot of drops in that game. I think mm -hmm. if Hollywood made some catches, that game wouldn't have been as close as the score. Yeah, he, I think it was like five drops or something like that. And you're just like, it how is. how is this yeah. happening? Yeah, no, I, and, and look, Lamar's throwing the ball much better down the field, throwing the ball outside to the quadrants. It's been an improved offense, and we know they could still run the ball, mm -hmm. and they're going to be able to run the ball on the, on the, on the Colts. Can they not turn this ball over? The Colts are going to need to gain extra possessions. All right. We'll, sh we'll just have to wait and see. But thank you so much for the time, Michael. Appreciate you. And uh, hey, Thanks, check, on, check on Ben Simmons for me. Just check on him. I will. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's coming back. We'll have a parade down Broad Street. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye, Michael. Thank you so much. When we come back, it's Overreaction Monday. We take a look at the updated MVP and Heisman odds. Plus, Steve Buchanan joins us for all things MLB and Monday Night Football props. Stay with us on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody, download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more when you go to OddsTrader.com. And remember, you can get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details just five days away. Get excited. So welcome you back here, my guys in the desert. Stormy Bond and Tony live from Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook. It's Overreaction Monday. Taking a look at some of the updated MVP and Heisman odds. We'll start in college with the Heisman because, yes, Bryce Young, Matt Corral still sitting atop uh, the, the standings here. <laughs> Bryce Young from plus 120 to plus 180. Matt Corral plus 200. Just sitting there chilling. But some of the moves here, C.J. Stroud, Shorter odds now, just plus 800. Spencer Rattler, ooh, his odds took a hit down to 60 to 1, benched after throwing two picks. In comes true freshman Caleb Williams, gets the job done, mounts the comeback win. On the other side of that game, Texas side, Bijan Robinson, despite the loss, spun and juked his way to 137 yards and a touchdown. Eight rushing touchdowns now in six games, 789 yards on the season. So he goes from 25 to 1 to 14. To one, Kenneth Walker, another interesting one, from thirty to one, twelve to one. He leads the he leads the FBS right now, nine hundred twelve yards, nine touchdowns. Moving on to the NFL, we we've talked a lot about this. Patrick Mahomes did not have the best day against the Buffalo Bills last night on Sunday Night Football. Two touchdowns, two picks, thus moving his odds around from plus six fifty to twenty to one. Six interceptions all of last year, guys. Said a number of times on the program. Six in five games to start this season. Other notables, the ageless wonder himself, Tom Brady down there from 14 to 1. Now plus 900. Russell Wilson, his odds with his finger surgery took a major hit from 18 to 1 to be crowned the league's MVP. 250 to 1. Plummeted his odds. He'd have to do something real special in his comeback. But again, could be back in four weeks. So get ready. Week 10. If Russ can cook once again. Time to welcome in our NFL and MLB DraftKings analyst, Steve Buchanan, onto the program. Any of those those odds changes stand out to you? Uh, I, I I mean, we knew that Russell Wilson was going to plummet. We knew that maybe Josh Allen was going to bump up a little bit. But any that were surprised to you? Uh, I mean, look, the, the massive drop that Russell Wilson took obviously is expected there. And it's obviously an enticing number. But I mean, eh, eh. I ain't, nope. I ain't jumping on that. <laughs> no, you can't entice me with that. No way. Thanks, but no thanks. Not even going to. It's uh, <laughs> as Michael Lombardi calls it, a St. Jude's play. You're just throwing, giving the money away uh, at that point. But hey, <laughs> we have a big Monday night football game tonight. Colts at the Ravens. Ravens look to imp- improve on that three-game win streak. Minus seven, money line juice to minus 335. Any lean on a side in this game? 
Yeah, I like taking the Ravens as a first half favorite at minus Ooh. four and a half with the odds at minus 110. Baltimore is averaging 14 and a half points in the first half. That's the seventh best average in the league, while the Colts only averaging 8.2. That ranks them 26th near the bottom of the league. So far this season, Baltimore is three and one on that first half spread. But what gets me the most as a first half favorite in his career, Lamar Jackson has covered uh, 25, seven and one. 78% of the time, make it 26 tonight against the Colts. Ooh, I love it. And you're adamant about it. The Ravens, by the way, just adding to your point, have outscored the opposition by five points per game in the first half so far. So that four and a half making the five look pretty nice. Uh, speaking to Lamar Jackson, I mean, my favorite thing to do with you is props. I got to know. Um, any quarterback props with Lamar? Uh, yeah, so I, I think Lamar Jackson, uh, over 18 and a half completions tonight is one I'm going to be looking at. He's dropping back over 37 times per game so far this season. I don't think it's being talked about enough how good he's doing in the past game. He, and he's going to be working with a clean pocket in this game. When he's working with a clean pocket this season, 69% completion rate, 9.8 yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. He is hucking it down the field in those scenarios. And look, the Colts just do not get pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They've only done it on 18% of opposing quarterbacks' dropbacks. You're not sure what that means? I'll just put it in layman terms. Not good at all it's the second lowest mark in the league give me over 18 and a half completions for lamar jackson meanwhile on the other side of that the ravens defense they're like 47.5 percent on their pressures so right. when you look at carson wentz how does that figure into your props when it comes to their quarterback yeah, so his uh, his passing yards for this game is at 227 and a half. It's a pretty low number, but I'm still taking the under on this one, despite him going over this total in three of those four games. The biggest issue for me is that offensive line, if you even want to call it that, what's left. <laughs> it's just absolute Swiss cheese at this point. They've allowed Carson Wentz under pressure on 47.4% of his dropbacks. That is just one of the highest in the league. And when he's under pressure, he's only completing 54% of his pass attempts, 6.3 yards per attempt. So I just think the Ravens are going to have him under pressure a ton in this game. He's not going to be able to get the ball downfield. And that's going to make me take the under on his passing yards. Okay. I see that you also have the over, however, on his rush yards. I believe those are at nine and a half right now. So he's going to try to get a little bit mobile on his injured ankles. Yeah, so obviously, you know, two bad ankles. It's, it's not great when you think about taking the over on his rushing yards, but it kind of goes with that same play of if the Ravens are going to continue to get pressure on him, he's going to need to scramble out of here. So he might just get this over nine and a half just based on trying to scramble for his life alone. I mean, to be fair, before he was injured, we did see him rush for 23 and 37 yards through the first two weeks. And I just think with the amount of pressure that he's going to be under, even if he's not intentionally designing these runs, he might just get it by default because he's running, trying to get trying to escape from opposing pressure. So at that low total, nine and a half for somebody that we have seen do this in the past easily, I think that's one uh, worth taking a flyer on. Okay, quarterbacks are obviously always the talk of the town, and you always want to get on a lot of those props, and they're the most research that you can do on them, right? But are there any other ones that stand out to you tonight for Monday Night Football? Yeah, Marquise Brown, longest reception, over 22 and a half yards. Brown leaves the Ravens in air yards with 445, and that gives him an average distance of target of 15.8. Both of those are the best on the Ravens, and this is a big reason why he's averaging 17.6 yards per reception. We've seen him go over tonight's total of 22 and a half in all four games that he's played so far this season. That includes week two when he dropped like nine passes. It's an exaggeration, but that's what it felt like watching him play in that game. But he should go over this total against a Colts uh, secondary that has actually allowed the fewest receptions to wide receivers in the league. But on those receptions, they're averaging over 15 yards per reception. So when they're allowing receptions, they're going deep down the field. So this should be an easy number for him to go over. Okay, there was one that I was contemplating myself that I wanted to ask you about. Michael Pittman Jr., uh, his, is, his prop, I believe, is sitting at four and a half catches. He's averaged 10 targets and six catches a game. This was one I was considering going over on plus 105. Any, any thoughts on that? Can you talk me in or out of it? 
Yeah, I mean, look, if you're getting the plus money on that, I certainly don't hate that. Without T.Y. Hilton, Pittman's really become a focal point of this Colts offense. That's kind of been the guy that Carson Wentz has gone to because we really haven't seen a ton of production out of his tight ends, which has been a, a situation, of a position that he's gone to back when he was with the Eagles. So I think at the plus money, you could definitely talk me into that. If you were getting, you know, maybe minus 110 or something like that, I wouldn't be as interested. But getting that plus money, we love that plus money. We love I'd that plus money. Taking over four and a half. We love that plus we money. We really, really do. <laughs> hey, so I know that you're out there in Boston. Obviously, we've got a, a, it's a big sports weekend, it seems, right now, because you got the Red Sox taking on the Rays with Game 4. Boston Marathon, first time in, in two years that they're able to run that. So what's it like on your side of things? Uh, traffic is an absolute nightmare, first and foremost. <laughs> but, I mean, there's obviously uh, a lot going on in Boston. Obviously, we just had the Patriots yesterday, yep. the marathon, and then the Red Sox in the playoffs. It's definitely a really fun time to be in the city of Boston. Nat, no question. Any uh, play on game four? Yeah, so this is going to be a really interesting one. I think over nine and a half runs is going to be the play in this one. The Rays and Red Sox have met 22 times this season. They average. In, the, in those games, 11.1 runs. That is just an absurd amount of runs when you figure how many times that these two teams have met. This is basically going to be a bullpen game for both teams, and that's not a good thing to have in the playoffs where there could be an elimination. Colin McHugh and Eduardo Rodriguez, two guys that have been hit by the opposing teams extremely hard. This game could score. It's a double digits tonight, so I like that over Ooh. nine and a half. Love it. Always appreciate having you on, Steve. Thanks so much for doing this, and we'll have to do it again soon. So much fun. Of course, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Once again, that's Steve Buchanan, NFL and MLB analyst over at DraftKings. Time quickly for Taken by Storm. E. I'm on the Ravens tonight, minus seven. Also, I think that I might get in on that Pittman prop. Over four and a half receptions. Coming up, stay on VEASAN, Rush Hour, and Danny Burke on the other side. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.